Welcome to Tales for Teaching, a podcast where we explore stories with purpose in higher education. We'll share expert insights, engaging interviews, and thought-provoking discussions that will inspire your teaching. On behalf of Deakin University, I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the unceded lands and waterways on which you were located. I acknowledge the Wadawurrung people of the Kulin Nation as the traditional owners on which this podcast was recorded, and I pay my respects to elders past, present and future. My name is Joan Sutherland, and this is Tales for Teaching, brought to you by Deakin Learning Futures. Do you have a team that is growing larger and operating at a faster pace? Do you have a team that needs to become more collaborative and life less hierarchical? If your answer is yes, then stay tuned because I'm lucky enough to be talking to Dr. Ann Turner from the School of Exercise and Nutrition Sciences and how she has created a sustainable model for leadership of large teams using Microsoft Teams. Hey, Ann, thanks for joining me on today's episode. Welcome. Hi, hi, Joan. Thanks for having me. No worries. I'm really excited about this topic. It's one that a lot of people ask about, especially in relation to Microsoft Teams and the sustainability science. So, to get started, can you just tell me a little bit about yourself and the context of this team? Mm, sure. So I've been at Deakin in a teaching and research role now for uh, about probably about 12 years. So when I first joined Deakin, uh, I came straight into teaching a really large first year foundation unit with around 2,000 students uh, across all three trimesters. And the added complexity is that as a physiology uh, yeah, it's got prac labs. So those prac labs need to be um, quite small for OHS reasons. So they're limited to about 20 students. And of course, they're on campus. So, of course, this leads to having quite large sessions, uh, st- uh, teams of sessional staff. And I'm no longer teaching that really big unit, but I am still teaching um, a first year unit with over 500 students and a second year. Uh, unit with over 600 students and between them I end up across um, the year I end up having 26 sessional staff to manage right so going to teams was a way to find a a manageable and enjoyable way to manage those teams I love that you say that it's an enjoyable way so that's a nice added extra isn't it (laughs) absolutely absolutely much 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 better engagement than we had engagement so before i'm imagining that you had a lot of things everywhere whereas teams sort of brought everything into one space absolutely yes yeah. so much we can bring in um together in that one space so what were the design considerations to ensure the sustainability of the team across you said 26 sessional staff across the year so what were those key design considerations when setting up your team well, one of the Deacon uh, design principles at the moment is sustainability of teaching practices. So this was about um, m- making things efficient and not burning out. Um, and in the past, what we've done is most of our engagement with sessional staff and managing sessional teams was via emails. And email can be uh, e- email is great, but it has a lot of shortcomings. Um, you can have um, email threads that get broken, emails get lost in email inboxes, uh, and it's very it's a very one way type of communication. Mm-hmm. It's funny with the emails that you find now you're getting inundated with a number of different emails. So whether or not people read it is another, I suppose, component. 
and you have no idea whether it's hit the mark and whether it's reached its target and that kind of thing as well. Yeah. So the problem was that initially it was one directional, I suppose. You didn't know what people were doing with that information and then you decided to bring it into uh, teams. That's right. And it was very piecemeal. So very, um, you know, lots of different threads and ways of doing things. So it was all over the place. So why did you decide on using Microsoft Teams than another application, I suppose? So Microsoft Teams has come in um, at Deacon a few years ago. Um, and it's the, the beauty of Microsoft Teams is that you can bring together in one place um, communication, information sharing, um, secure file sharing, interaction, engagement, um, secure spaces for, for groups or subgroups, meetings. Um, but also the, one of the things that I'm most excited about is being able to create a community of practice around a, in a, within a particular team. So it brings together all of those different things that we used to do um, in a really piecemeal kind of a way through, through email. So using something like Microsoft Teams, you're leveraging the technology. And one of the things that you just highlighted that I heard was around that security side of things. Why is that so important? Well, within a sessional staff team, we often have like a subgroup of those sessional staff for which we involved in something in particular. Mm -hmm. So for example, it might be the unit leadership team, uh, which involves the unit chair and the campus chair um, mm -hmm. who might need to talk about something particular, or it might be something around um, exam marking, which typically uses a subgroup of the sessional, the, the whole sessional staff team. And within Teams, we can create private channels mm -hmm. and those private channels have attached to them private file sharing spaces where the, there's that security around that. So um, that information is not being shared beyond the people that need it. Okay. So that information that's sensitive is really important to be able to have that layer of um, security in there. Yep. That's right. That's right. So other than Microsoft Teams, you mentioned that it is piecemeal and you can bring everything in together in one space. What other applications or Microsoft applications are you using in that space or is it just solely Teams? Uh, at the moment, it's uh, at the moment everything that we need to do, we've found a way to do it within Teams. But basically everything has, come, has been able to come into the Teams space, which is great. That's great. So you mentioned... Um, that this is for sustainable leadership and having all of the sessional staff in one space. How do you build capability in the Microsoft team space? Uh, so then people can use it effectively and um, efficiently. Yeah. Um, so I guess there's a transition initially while people kind of get used to this being a space, but um, we've moved everything in here. So for example, with recruitment of sessional staff in the first place, mm -hmm. um, we've been providing um, teaching materials and resources uh, and it, it has taken a little bit of time for, for people to come up to speed and become comfortable and confident in, in how it works and what to find there and what to go there for. Um, but we've also been able through this platform to provide information about training opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, it's a great place if if there are staffing changes and staffing cover needed. Mm -hmm. It's a good notice board, mm -hmm. make announcements, and then things down to the mechanics of teaching around comparability of marking and exam marking can all come in here. Um, yeah. and, um, and as I mentioned, one of the things I love about it is creating this community of practice. So... 
moving away from the unit chair as a single source of truth and, you know, creating a, a space for the team themselves to discuss and come up with solutions, mm-hmm. um, sometimes even before I even, you know, see, but there's a question there. Uh, which is just lovely. So it's it's a great um, yeah, it's a great opportunity to get the team more involved. And yeah, there's more of a flat structure or more of a collaborative approach, which is just fabulous. Yeah, it's funny, like before you mentioned around their emails being one directional, whereas this allows for that conversation and sort of takes the onus off the unit chair being that single source of truth. So have you seen that there has been uh, a lot of discussion? to take the information away from sort of email, put it all in the space of Microsoft Teams and being able to sort of answer those questions so unit chairs aren't the single source of truth and build that community of practice effectively? I think we're still getting there. Yeah. I I think that's going to take a little bit of time and a little bit more encouragement on my part to really really get there. But, yes, certainly, this certainly started there. I mean, I sometimes get questions via email, which I answer in Teams. Yes. Just so that everyone can see the answer. Or I've even taken to, um, I'll get a question via email and then I'll ask that sessional staff member if they could please put that in the team site instead so that everyone can be involved with the discussion and, and see, see the answers. So it sounds like you're leading that charge in the sense of practicing what you preach so then people can actually do it and see the benefits of it as they're going along. That's right. And I think um, I'd like to encourage more and more of that as well. Yeah. I suppose that's true with any technology. Until you start using it and see the benefits for yourself and the people around you, it is hard to get buy-in, but it is a behaviour change. Absolutely. And people are, people are still getting used to it and how it works. And Absolutely. Becoming more confident because it's, it's open. And so, you know, people need to become those who are possibly not as comfortable with kind of sharing questions openly are still needing to kind of you know push through that resistance yeah it's a good point you make like that comfort and the confidence to do that because that's what we ask in teaching and learning like from students as well so it's sort of putting yourself in the student shoes and having that um a perspective and that experience to actually do that as well yourself as a teacher absolutely and i think i sometimes i kind of think of it as the display the Cloud Deacon discussion boards, mm-hmm. where we are, we expect students to ask their general questions or their content-based questions in there, yeah. so that everyone can be involved. Well, like this is a kind of an equivalent version, but this is now for the team, the set, yes. the the unit team, which I think is just fabulous. Oh, absolutely! It sounds like you're getting a lot of benefits from it. So, how has your use of technology impacted the teaching and learning experience? Well, I think this is twofold. I think. There are, there are benefits, I think, for the unit chair and the unit leadership team. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are also benefits, I see, for, for the sessional staff. But for the unit chair and the unit leadership team, it's much more efficient. So there's much less email traffic and lost, you know, toing and froing via email and that kind of thing. So there's a lot, it's much more efficient. There's less double handling of information. There's less toing and froing via email, all of this kind of thing. And there's more, um, I'd say there's better real-time resolution if problems pop up as well. It's not reliant on me being there, being able to, you know, solve a problem on the spot if it's, if it's um, you know, out there for the broader team. Mm-hmm. 
Um, for the, the benefits of the impact, for, I think, for the sessional staff, I think from the sessional staff perspective, I think there's much more transparency of what's happening. Yeah. And there's more involvement in the processes involved in running the unit, which I think is a benefit for the staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I feel that the sessional staff are more in the loop on issue on the issues that are relating to the unit. They're kind of more kept in the in the loop. Mm-hmm. But they're more involved, especially now that, you know, a lot of our communication and connection is online. So I think it's great to sort of be a part of and belong to a team like this, um, mm-hmm. for that sense of sense of belonging and relating and being involved and in the loop. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned around that transparency for the um, sessional teaching team, be part of it and the transparency. When I've talked to other people using it in teaching and learning from a student context as well, that's one of the biggest things that they say is around transparency from the teacher's perspective and from the student's perspective so everyone can see what's going on. So it's interesting that's transitioning into the teaching space as well. So what are the challenges that you've had by implementing um, this in your team? Um. Well, I think, as I say, I think initially there's a transition while staff get used to a new platform. They're not quite sure what to do, how to use it, um, what to expect, I guess almost what the etiquette is around using it. Um, In the very initial period, um, part of the um, challenge was around getting staff even to check teams. Uh, It might not be something that was on their daily routine to actually check in and and see what's see what updates are there so Mm -hmm. even just getting and and knowing that staff are even looking at teams (laughs) was an initial challenge um but then again i guess probably increasingly um these days uh as we kind of move forward with with this as a new platform a new way of working um, it's tr- it's about getting staff to feel more comfortable sharing questions openly, being involved with the discussion, and being confident in their own um, their own expertise that that they bring to the, the the role that they have. I love that that um, is about confidence in the individual and building that um, you know digital literacy, I suppose, and feeling mm-hmm. confident posting that big space. Um, rather than just the features and functionality of a technology itself. So, um, and that's something that we hear a lot as well. So it's good that you're aware of that. One of the things you mentioned was around etiquette. And I'm interested in this uh, because it's something that I get asked all the time was, you know, um, emails, at least you can leave. You don't, you can respond to them within 48 hours. If something, if you're tagged in something in Teams or a chat happens, what's your etiquette around responding to it or what's expected within the team? Well, we haven't really set any rules for that. Yeah. Um, but I would, I mean, for me, it's similar to email in that there's, there's never an expectation that somebody is, is, you know, switched on all the time and, and just, you know, Why going, not? <laughs> and just responding. I mean, of course. people have lives and people have other commitments yes. and people have other um, yeah. Obligations that they're they're fulfilling. The thing I like about teams is that you can put something out there, and you might just get the thumbs up from one or yes. two people, yeah. and at least you know that it's kind of hit the target. Um, Acknowledgement and isn't get it? some kind of response. Yeah. And um, with teams, at least you can also then get into a conversation that doesn't then get it, become a broken thread when someone 
only responds to what one, one person instead of the team and you're not clogging up email inboxes and that kind of thing. So I think there's a lot of benefits on using Tone. Absolutely. So what are you and the teaching team going to do to iterate the use of Microsoft Teams in the future? Well, the sessional staff team bring enormous expertise and experience to teaching in my units. Mm -hmm. We've got many of them who already have PhDs. We've got others who are currently undertaking PhDs mm -hmm. and they bring their own unique and valuable perspective to teaching in this unit. And I want to bring that out more and harness more of that. And, and as I say, um, you know, have more of a flat structure where there's where those unique perspectives are, are coming out and being more um, involved in the teaching process. So, um, you know, th uh, giving, uh, giving the sessional staff team that invitation to really let their own perspective and expertise shine and, and bring that out to the, the broader team so that we can all benefit from that. Because I think um, that way it becomes a more enjoyable experience for the team, but also, of course, the students benefit um, by getting that broader perspective as well. So I think this, yeah, I, I'm excited about how we can develop this further and, and use it for a better experience and, and improving the experience for the, both the team and the students, of course, themselves. Absolutely. Well, it sounds like you've got a, you're onto a winner here for yourself around the efficiency, um, you know, being able to create resolutions on the spot versus having to wait and being there at that in time. Uh, you mentioned things around community practice, security, uh, and how you're actually using it. One of the biggest things that shines through for me though, and I thank you for this, is the empowerment of staff to use a tool like Teams but to gain different perspectives. So it's not necessarily the capability of a, a technology, but it's about the empowerment of the individual. So that was really nice to hear. And it's good to see how you're harnessing that um, from a leadership perspective in se sessional staff. So look, I'd love to like to thank you for your time today. And is there anything else that you'd like to share or any nuggets of information um, that you'd like to share with the audience today? I guess I'd just encourage others to give it a go. I mean, yeah. it can be a bit spooky to to embark on a brand new technology if you're not familiar with it. But I'd absolutely um, encourage others to give it a go and um, I'm sure they won't regret it. Well, I hope not because that's your advice, not mine now, I'm only joking. <laughs> look, thank you for your time. It's awesome to hear how you're actually using it and we look forward to hearing more in the um, later in the year. Great. Thanks for having me, Joan. No worries. Thank you.